Matt Schaff of DraftSharks.com here with some IDP updates ahead of your last few drafts, or if you've already drafted, then ahead of your week one matchups. Chris Jones of the Kansas City Chiefs is still holding out. Their star defensive tackle has been looking for a new contract all offseason. Ian Rappaport reports that the two sides are still not close on a new deal, and the Chiefs are in their practice week for week one now because they're opening Thursday night against the Lions. So this is a problem. Chris Jones looks like he's trending toward not playing in the opener. We'll see beyond that. I honestly haven't moved Jones down the IDP rankings at all because I don't know when he's going to be back. And whenever he does return, there's plenty of upside. So that means it's more about risk tolerance for you, deciding whether you want to draft Jones, chasing the upside, and then finding a replacement if he doesn't show up for the first few games or just passing on him altogether. And frankly, either way you want to play it is just fine. But that's where we stand with Chris Jones right now. Obviously, his absence hurts the Chiefs team defense as well, but you shouldn't be looking to use that unit against the Lions in week one anyway. Jeremy Chin, the safety for the Carolina Panthers, has moved down my rankings recently because I'm not really sure exactly what his role is going to look like. Panthers coaches have talked up his talent this offseason. It's a new coaching staff, so you like to hear that. But the question is exactly what his role is going to look like. And preseason usage only leaves it more of a question mark. We know that Von Bell and Xavier Woods are going to be the full-timers at safety. We also know that Jeremy Chin is a versatile player who could wind up as much linebacker, maybe even more linebacker than he is safety, but we're waiting to see exactly what that means and exactly how much snap share he gets week to week. Now, if you already drafted Jeremy Chin, that doesn't make him a drop, but I would like to leave him on the bench for week one while we wait to see that, if you can. If it's a shallow enough league where you start like three IDPs and you drafted Jeremy Chin to be a starter, I think it's probably okay to drop him for another week one starter based on the guys in our week one rankings. But if it's a deeper league where you can put him on your bench, I wouldn't panic yet. He might be just fine. He might even be able to produce on 75% snap share, which is not true for most safeties. But I'm waiting to see before getting excited about a player who has been an exciting producer for IDP leagues in the past when he's had enough playing time. Bengals safeties look like they are Daxton Hill and Nick Scott to start the season. That's how I've had them projected in the rankings all along, but it does mean that rookie Jordan Battle is not trending towards starting early in the season. We'll see if Battle can enter the mix um, going forward. Hill is a former first round pick of the Bengals, so we should expect him to start going forward. He looks like he's in the Von Bell role this season. Nick Scott is an import from elsewhere, not an exciting player. So I wouldn't be surprised if he gets replaced or starts to um, merge roles with Jordan Battle at some point this season. But that's how it looks for now. So you shouldn't be looking to get anything out of Jordan Battle in redraft leagues. Packers safeties look like Darnell Savage and Rudy Ford to open the season. That's after the team signed Jonathan Owens in free agency. You might know Owens' name if you play a lot of IDP because he made a bunch of tackles for the Texans last year. When a safety makes a whole bunch of tackles, scores a whole bunch of fantasy points, and then hits the open market and doesn't get big money anywhere else, that signals to you he's not that good a player. So it shouldn't be surprising that Owens is behind Savage and Ford. If you want one of the Packers' safeties, it's one of those guys. You shouldn't bother holding Owens at this point. Jets in a similar situation. Jordan Whitehead is the holdover at safety. Tony Adams is starting for that team after Chuck Clark got injured following his trade from the Ravens. That means free agent pickup Adrian Amos 
looks like a backup. So he should not be on IDP rosters at this point. Nothing truly exciting at safety among the Jets for your IDP league, but those are the guys in the lineup and we'll see where they go. Tony Adams is somebody that has generated some quiet buzz. I know quiet buzz sounds like an oxymoron, but there's some positive talk from Jets coaches about Tony Adams. So we'll see if we've got anything there from a guy who joined the Jets as an undrafted free agent just last year. Over at linebacker, we're going to have to watch the rotations in playing time for the Dolphins and the Browns. Now in Miami, I don't think there's an exciting linebacker. David Long would be my top bet for tackle favoring leagues over Jerome Baker, but he's not somebody that you need to stash and wait on if you are looking for somebody to start right away and he would be in that position for you. Jerome Baker, meanwhile, has been consistently inconsistent year to year. He has sack upside, but does not always stay on the field. So again, neither of these guys is somebody that you should cling to. And we'll be watching to see exactly how their playing time shakes out with some other teammates also in the mix. In Cleveland, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa is the high upside option. The question with him will be how much he can stay on the field because that fluctuated last year at times affected by injury. I would love it if we get full playing time from JOK early in the season, and that would vault him up the weekly rankings and make him somebody that I'm starting every week. But heading in, I just don't know if he's going to be more of a 70% player, 65% player, or closer to 90 to 100. If it's the latter, he's going to be awesome. If you can afford to sit him out in week one until we see, then try to do that. If there are any other situations you might be wondering about that I don't address on this particular video, make sure to let me know in the comments section below on YouTube. I'm happy to answer any questions as long as I have the time to do so. In Buffalo, we've got Tyrell Dodson looking like at least the season opening starter over Terrell Bernard. They had a battle in camp and the preseason. Really, there hasn't been a clear winner. Bernard has missed some time with an injury, which helped Dodson. So this doesn't look like a situation where we should go ahead and count on Dodson being the starter throughout the year. If we do get Dodson in a full-time role, he has immediate upside. So in a deeper league, you could go ahead and use him in week one while we're waiting to see how this gets sorted out. But don't make a full commitment yet to any Buffalo Bills linebacker not named Matt Milano. For the Raiders, Robert Spillane has moved up my rankings recently because he's getting the calls from the sideline and relaying them to his teammates in the defensive huddle. And that, of course, means that it's a player they want on the field a lot. Doesn't necessarily mean that linebacker is on the field through all packages 100% of the time, but it does mean he's close to that because when they take that guy off the field, they can't just switch the green dot to another player. So that's a good sign for Robert Spillane, who's not an amazing player by any means. He's in with the Raiders on a one-year deal, but we saw in spurts with the Steelers that he can put up numbers, not only as a tackle collector, but he will get into the backfield, make tackles for loss and threaten for sacks here and there. So Robert Spillane is an upside player from the spot where you're drafting him. And frankly, he probably went undrafted in a lot of your league. So if he's on the waiver wire and you have a spot to stash somebody, not a bad idea to go ahead and stash Robert Spillane now in case he breaks out quickly in this season. Similarly in Houston, Denzel Perriman has been seen wearing the green dot. Now, it's not clear that he's going to be that guy all season, but the other option seems to be Christian Harris, who is a second-year player that we don't really know exactly what to expect from him yet. So we're waiting to see playing time between Perriman, Christian Harris, but the team dumped Christian Kirksey in the cuts to get down to the 53-man roster. So that solidifies Denzel Perriman's role. It gives him at least good playing time, and he has been a very high tackle rate producer. Not an awesome player, which is why he's bounced around to multiple NFL teams and seen his playing time fluctuate team to team, but 
He looks set up for more than half playing time with Houston and should be a good source for tackles. That's good if you're in a tackle-heavy league, so feel free to go ahead and use him there. Meanwhile, we're going to have to be patient with Lions rookie Jack Campbell. It looks like from preseason playing time that he might be behind Alex Anzalone and Derek Barnes to open the season. Very similar to the situation of Quentin Johnston, the wide receiver with the Chargers, who sounds like he's going to open the season behind Josh Palmer on their depth chart. Obviously, that's going to hurt the rookies production early in the season, but the Lions drafted Jack Campbell in the middle of round one, about two rounds before anybody else took an off-ball linebacker in this draft. It's very clear that the Lions love Jack Campbell. It's very clear from what Jack Campbell did at Iowa and then at the scouting combine that he is a high upside player. I would expect his playing time to grow during this season. And Derek Barnes, if he were going to be a special player, he would have done more than he has to this point, or at least he would have motivated the Lions to not take a first round linebacker. So this to me looks like a temporary situation. I expect that Jack Campbell becomes a full-time linebacker at some point this season. It just might not be right away. So if you drafted Campbell, hoping to start him in week one, you might want to look for another option, leave Campbell on the bench where possible, and see what happens with him thereafter. We are switching over into regular season mode, both on DraftSharks.com and with the YouTube and podcast channels. So if you haven't already subscribed, make sure you do so for the regular season so we can help you with waivers, your lineup, DFS, and much more. And while you're there, please give us a rating, a like, a review. All that feedback helps us keep delivering our best content to you on a regular basis. Check DraftSharks.com for constantly updated rankings, both for your draft and throughout every week of the regular season. And if you still have drafts coming up, make sure you get your draft war room set up and ready to go, whether it's an IDP draft or not, we've got you covered. 